Laura. Welcome to Spirituality Unpacked. I hope you're doing well. Today we are talking attachment. So attachment is the idea of needing somebody around us, needing that person. Don't leave, right? So it's this concept of don't leave. Stay with me. I don't know what I'd do if you left. I'd be lost without you, right? So it's it's that. It's those emotions. We often as humans mistake that for love. So what I want to do first, we've defined attachment. Now what I want to do is define love. Because what is love? Love is freedom. Love is the ability to let the person go. Love is the freedom to allow the other person to do whatever they want. Whether they stay or go, whether they're present or not. Love, unconditional love, is the ability to be okay while allowing the other person to live their life. It doesn't mean that if they leave, we aren't upset because that will happen. That's human. But recognize that the reason why we are upset is attachment. So there's levels to relationships. There's the human level of relationship, which is what we see in the physical realm. What happens between the two people involved in the relationship. But there's also a higher plane to each and every relationship. So when I do my energy healing work, I see those connections, those what I call them cords. They look like rope. Spiritual, higher plane, connections, the energetic connection that keeps the two of you bonded together, that keeps you attached to and connected to other people. I see them both past, present, and future. So I see your old relationships, I see present relationships, and I see future incoming as well. Okay? So I see all of those different connections. Because there's that energetic or spiritual connection, because there's that higher plane connection, even when the person is not physically present right here in front of you, you're still together. Your spirits, your souls, your higher selves, you're still connected, you're still together. Even though you're not physically present with each other, you're still connected. Now the same, the same is true in death, in human death. When, when the person dies, right, because the spirit lives on, when the human form dies, the connection continues. It doesn't stop just because the person is no longer in their physical form. What we actually end up with is a better connection. Because now you have access to them 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. You could talk to them all the time. You don't have to call them. You don't have to text them. You don't have to email. You don't have to make an appointment to see them. Now they're just there. 
and you have access all the time, anytime. That's the energetic, spiritual, powerful connection that you have with the people that you love. That's the level of connection that you have. So the problem that we run into in this reality, of course, is that most people aren't aware of that higher level connection. Most people don't connect that way. If you did connect that way, you would begin to understand that your all of your relationships are energetic in nature. They do not require the physical form in order to be present or exist. They don't require your physical form or the other person's physical form. They happen anyway. Your relationships are happening anyway. When you dream about that person, guess what? Your relationship with them is happening. They're present with you in that moment. You are connecting at the higher level. That's what's going on. So you're present with them. It doesn't matter if you haven't seen them in 30 years. You're absolutely still together energetically. And you have access to that connection when you choose to use it and when you choose to become aware of it. Whether that person is in their physical form or not. What do you think I do for a living? <laughs> right? That's it. I show you that you're that those connections are available to you all the time. I model that for you all the time. Every time I talk to you, every time we connect with each other, every time you book a session with me, I'm showing you that you still remain connected to all of these different people. And in some cases, whether you want the connection or not, because you haven't yet cut the cord, you haven't yet disengaged. So the connection is still there. When I channel your transitioned loved ones from spirit, the connection is still there. If it weren't there, if it required physical form, then I wouldn't be able to do that. And the simple fact that I can do it means that the connection is available for you as well. It's not special to me. The connection is available for you as well. So I can continue to love somebody that has transitioned. I can continue to love somebody that I haven't seen in a very long time. And attachment means I'm not feeling lack. Lack of attachment means I don't feel lack of connection because I understand that I still have that energetic connection. Attachment is the human thing that makes me miss the other person and makes me want them around and all of that kind of stuff. That's the human connection. There's nothing wrong with it. I'm not here to villainize it or say it's a bad thing. There's nothing wrong with missing somebody. There's nothing wrong with wanting them present. There's nothing wrong with that until because there is a place where it does become a problem. Right? Attachment is what causes grief. It's human. There's nothing wrong with it. But attachment, when done in a more unhealthy way, 
becomes kind of a clingy needy thing that most a lot of people don't like it, it becomes a really clingy needy controlling mechanism for trying to make people conform to us and what we want attachment becomes the thing we use to control the other person you can't do that because I need you here that's control it's attachment used to control right? you can't go on that vacation by yourself it's attachment used to control love is freeing if it was pure love it would be bye see you later have a good trip attachment is you can't do that attachment becomes the substitute for love in some cases sometimes there is no love it's just pure attachment it's pure egoic attachment and there is no love at all in the connection it's kind of like an addiction you're just addicted to the relationship and there's no love there which means that when you're no longer addicted it stops So we have these very human ways of being and we see attachment as love and what I want to do with this more than anything is separate them because I want you to recognize that attachment is what we do in response to how we feel when love is present attachment is the response to that love or how we feel and even when love isn't present attachment is a response to how we feel about ourselves attachment is a response to pain if you feel like people leave you all the time then you're going to be clingy it's going to be attachment that's what it's going to show up as why because you are trying to avoid pain you're trying to avoid the pain of people walking away from you so it's attachment but attachment and love are different love is freeing love says whether we're in a physical relationship or not it doesn't matter I still love you and you're free to do what you want and if and that includes leave you're free to go it doesn't mean I don't love you I actually love you enough to set you free right if you love them set them free if they come back it was meant to be <laughs> right there's that saying but there is some truth to that love sets people free attachment doesn't attachment is a control mechanism And it actually blends into the concept of commitment, which I also talk about in the book, right? 
and we'll get into later, but it blends right into that. Because when we're in that sense of attachment, it can cause us to need commitment in order to feel secure in the relationship. I struggled with that. That was my thing. It can cause that. Attachment then becomes the way we control how we feel. The way we control the trigger points, the trauma that we're experiencing. It's the way we control the trauma. And the pain. The opposite is also true, by the way. Some people just don't allow themselves to feel anything. All right. So they display no sense of either love or not love, attachment or non-attachment. They're oblivious to the whole thing. So it works both ways. The detachment on its own, the way humans mostly express it is a desire to connect with people physically. That's okay. All right, that's human. That's a human thing. It's totally natural and normal. It, it's only when it jumps the line and gets used to control or to maintain, maintain relationships that are past their expiration dates, as I like to say, right? It's like holding on to expired milk, <laughs> right? We don't want to do that. Right? Social media has perpetuated this, where we stay connected to people long past points where those relationships are done. For some of us, myself included, actually, still have high school friends on my Facebook friend list. I don't have any connection to these people anymore. We've all gone our separate ways. But Facebook has perpetuated connections that would otherwise be gone. Social media does the same thing. that's what happens and so if attachment were present then I would still be trying to maintain these connections in some way if attachment is present then you're holding on if attachment is not present then people are free and the question of whether or not they're free is simply a question of whether you recognize attachment. What are you attached to? Who are you attached to? And how is that showing up? How is that manifesting? Are you clingy and needy? 
Or are people allowed to move about the cabin freely? Right? Jealousy is a form of attachment. It's an extreme form of attachment. Right? It's the need to control. Right? So recognize what happens. Again, we're trying to control the outside world, but what we're doing is we're actually trying to control the people in the outside world, which is impossible. <laughs> this is what gets us into trouble when we're trying to control people and things because we need to be able to feel okay, because we haven't figured out how to do it in here first. Right? That's the loop we get into. So now I try to control you in our relationship so that I can feel better. Well, I need to feel better first and then I don't need to control you. Right? So it all comes back to me being okay within me first. The outside world is always a mirror, though. So my need to control is going to be reflected back to me in the outside world in some way. My inability to be okay with myself in here is going to be reflected back to me in the outside world in some way. And the question is, do I see that and am I willing to do anything about it? Sometimes you'll see it on social media, there will be memes like, if you don't love yourself, nobody else can either. There's truth there, but not in the way we want to take it, because what, what happens is that triggers people. People go, well, but I can't love myself, so that means I'm not allowed to have a relationship? No, that's not what it means, right? Because life is a mirror, because reality is a mirror, when you don't love yourself, you're going to run into people that are going to mirror that for you. And it's not that there won't be exceptions, because there often are, to get you to see that something different can occur, right? I think I wrote about this the other day, right? The world reflects back to you. There's two reasons for that. First, is to show you what needs to be fixed or changed. But secondly, it's so you don't think you're nuts. Right? If you believe something and you never ever see it in your outside world, you'd think you were Looney Tunes. Right? That's what would happen. So if you believe you're going to get bills in the mail, but you never ever get a bill in the mail, then you'd think you were nuts. So you get bills in the mail to allow you to see what you believe. And you don't question your belief because it keeps happening. But then every once in a while, you get a card or a letter or something nice in the mail. Is it possible that if I change my belief about getting bills in the mail, then I might get more nice stuff? Something different happens to show you that there are alternatives to your belief. So the same is true in relationship. You will get a lot of reflection back, so you don't think you're crazy. 
right? But then you'll also have a relationship or two or three that will be the opposite of that, that will be good, that will be true, that will be real, that will show you what's possible for you. But you won't maintain it or you can't maintain it because the belief system isn't there. You don't have those things within you yet. So you need to have it within you in order to be able to maintain it. So if you recognize the anomaly and go, hey, wait, that's different. Maybe that's possible. And then you work to heal it, whatever the opposite belief might be for you. If you work then to fix that or heal that or deal with that within yourself, then what you would find is you would get more relationships like the kind that you want and less of what you don't. It would start to work for you if you use your experience that way. Right? If you believe the world is bad, but all you saw is cute puppy stories, right? If all you saw was positive, happy stories, if all you saw was good deeds, if all you saw was active kindness, then you think you were nuts. So when you believe the world is a bad place, 95% of what you see is exactly that. But then there will be the anomaly. There will be the active kindness story. There will be the thing, the other type of story, the positive kind. That's showing you what's possible. It's possible that if you stop believing the world is a bad place, you'll see far more acts of kindness and far less of the violence and the bad place stuff that you don't want to see. And the same is true in relationship. It works exactly the same way. You get what you believe most of the time. But the anomaly is the thing that allows you to say, hey, wait, if I change that, maybe I can get a different type of relationship. And it doesn't matter if it's romantic, if it's friends, if it's family, it doesn't matter what kind of relationship we're talking about here, okay? I'm not, I'm not zoomed in on, on one specific type of relationship. This is all relationships in your life. You have the ability to pay attention to your reality. 95% of what you get back is going to be what you believe. And the other 5% is going to be what's possible. And so if you can pay attention to the what's possible and figure out what belief is normally being shown to you, you have the ability to change it. You have the ability to heal that problem, to solve it, to stop seeing what you normally see. So it's within you, it's not out here. Out here is showing you what's in here, and you have the choice what to do with that. Most people look at the anomaly as the exception to the rule and just toss it. But the anomaly is actually the thing you should be doing. It's showing you that you have a wonky belief. So when attachment becomes a problem for you, let's bring it back to attachment here before I wind this up. When attachment is a problem to you, 
to you or for you when it becomes a clingy needy control factor thing. And you do that in all of your relationships. Eventually, you're going to get a relationship where you don't feel that. And where you feel no need to do that. And it's going to feel really different to you and really freeing to you. And so it's going to feel really different to you. And the thing is to recognize the difference. That's the trick. Recognize the difference. Hey, wait, this is something new. Why is this different? What's happening here? The anomaly is a good thing. The anomaly doesn't mean the relationship's broken. The anomaly doesn't mean there's something wrong. The anomaly is actually a good thing. The anomaly is your excuse to go, hey, wait, why is this different? What's happening? What's the difference between this relationship and my other relationships? Doesn't matter what kind of relationship, right? What's the difference? And where's the wonky belief? Or where's, where's the wonky idea I have about myself or how the world works or anything? Where, where is it? And then what do I do with that, right? So, hey, we're back to awareness again. Even in attachment, we're back to awareness again, right? Okay. So to wind up, I'm just going to reiterate here. Attachment in and of itself isn't necessarily a problem. It's actually really human to want people around, to want the physical connection. It's totally okay. Attachment can become a problem when it turns into forms of control, jelly, jealousy, neediness, clinginess, that kind of stuff. That's when attachment, when, when we make the relationship more important than ourselves and our own connection to ourselves, that's when attachment becomes a problem. That's when there's something there we need to fix. We're looking for something out here. We're looking for something in somebody else because we're not feeling it within ourselves. So that's when attachment becomes an issue. Love, unconditional love, is freeing. Love allows people to roam free. Love means it doesn't matter whether you stay in the relationship with me or not. I'm going to love you anyway, okay? And this doesn't have to be a romantic relationship. This can just as well be friends or family. It doesn't matter, right? What's going on in the physical realm, I still love you. And I recognize the energetic connection so that even when you transition, even when your human form dies... I still have that connection to you. I still have access to it. I can still talk to you all the time. And it's okay. Attachment, physical, the need for physical connection is what causes grief. That's why we feel pain when people die. There's nothing wrong with it. It's not a bad thing. There's no judgment there. It's totally human. The, the more we recognize that it's possible to connect with people, even once they die, you can talk to spirits, right? That's what I do, right? The more we realize that's possible, the less attached we need to be, and the less pain we actually end up feeling in these relationships. It doesn't get rid of it entirely because they're still human, right? There's always human. human ability, human knowledge, human awareness, human habit, patterns, they're ingrained, okay? Grief is ingrained in us. When death happens, grief is ingrained. We've been trained to be sad when people die. From the time we're tiny, right? 
that's normal. We're going to do it. There's nothing wrong with it. But it is just a temporary state. It is meant to be worked through. You're not meant to stay there. And what causes it is attachment. The ability to not be attached, to recognize the connection is very much still present, allows you to move through the grief quicker. Right. So look at your own relationships. Where is the attachment? Is it more healthy? Like, yeah, I, I like you. I like having you around. I want you here. Or is it needy, clingy, jealous? And are there anomalies in your life somewhere? Are there scenarios where it's not that? Whatever the opposite, whatever the mirror is, is there the opposite there? Is there something different there that's not that? And what's different? Why is it different? What's in me that's making it different? What's this showing me, right? Always, what's this showing me? What's this showing me? What's this showing me, right? You can use that in each and every relationship. One of these things is not like the other. Remember Sesame Street? Okay, same idea. <laughs> One of these things is not like the other. Look at it. What's different here? Why is it different? What is it showing me, right? You can even go back through your past relationships and look for the one that was different. Why was it different? What was different? What was it showing you? Don't look for the ones that are the same because that's the same thing. Look for the one that's, find the anomaly, find the difference, and then work from there. Use your awareness to help yourself figure out the patterns in your own relationships. Attachment is what creates pattern. So by understanding attachment and by understanding the need to connect and the need to be and all of that and looking for the anomalies, you can begin to see where the things are within you that need to be healed. All right, that's it. If you have questions, ask them. I'm happy to help you. We're gonna move on to the next chapter uh, next week, probably Monday, all right? Uh, take care everybody and love to all, and I'll talk to you later. Bye for now.